I think that it's good that President Biden is going to Israel, but he should not be going to tell them to show restraint. He should not be going to tell them to have a ceasefire. And he should be talking about how we need to come down harder on Iran. I mean, make no mistake, there would be no Hamas without Iran. There would be no Hezbollah without Iran. And so you can't not see the, the, the role that Iran has played in all of this. And- well, yeah, it's not leaped any conclusions about who killed who. No finger pointing. It's just time for the Jews to stop defending themselves and and let Hamas regroup and come back after their babies and their grandmothers, as the Democrat Party would prefer. That was, of course, Nikki Haley. I'm sure your voice recognition programming kicked in there, as did mine. Crazy world out there. All right, a lot to get to and uh, only one hour remaining. Oh, the Democrats give us too much stuff every day, too much stuff. And Don calling from Chicago on a terrible and tragic story, a a psychopath who, he took $1,000 out of his bank account to have cash on hand in case the electrical grid went down. All right. And he's all beat up his face. He hadn't had a haircut in a year. He looked like he lived under a bridge, and he murdered a six-year-old boy. And Joe Biden and the boy uh, was Palestinian. He stabbed his mother, too, the psychopath, too. And it's a terrible, horrible murder and a terrible thing. And the the guy who looks like he's the killer, a complete mental case, is in custody, and that is good and a uh, terrible thing. Now, uh, the Democrats are politicizing it and the news media, but I repeat myself. And it is, uh, it's, a, it's a tragedy, and as Don pointed out, you know, last weekend, what, there were 22 people shot in Chicago, four of them killed. Washington, D.C., we're uh, on track to have the uh, biggest murder year in, I think, 30 years, way over 200 murders in Washington, D.C. We're only 61 square miles of land, and uh, you know how many carjackings we lost track. I think nobody can count that fast, carjackings. Uh, Joe Biden sent a letter to the family of the six-year-old, but uh, nobody else, nobody else, because never let a crisis go to waste. And, you know, some lives matter. You know, the Democrats. Speaking of which, there is a story that is popping all over the place now, and, and uh, Life Site News has the story. World Net Daily has the story. Um, and uh, who else? Naturalnews.com has the story. Uh, and, it, and it looks like it is, uh, it's pretty solid. Uh, Free Republic has the story. An eight-year-old Israeli boy, an eight-year-old Israeli boy, who was used as the poster child, literally, for the campaign to get your COVID vaccine, The eight-year-old boy died, reportedly, of a heart attack. An eight-year-old boy, while taking a bath, just ticker stopped, slipped under the water, uh, taken to the hospital, died, uh, uh, took a couple of days. Yonatan Moish Ehrlichman, eight-year-old Israeli boy, used in an ad campaign about getting your vaccine, died at the age of eight, eight years old, not 80 years old, eight years old. Honestly, this is a pretty crazy story, I've got to say. And uh, LifeSite 
has story. An Israeli boy featured in a video used to push COVID vaccines on children in a nationwide ad campaign died tragically from a sudden heart attack in late September, a couple of weeks ago now. Nobody wanted to make this a front-page story. The boy was only eight years old. According to multiple reports, Yonatan Moish Ehrlichman, grandson of a famous and distinguished physician, Dr. Mati Ehrlichman, quote, died unexpectedly of cardiac arrest while taking a bath, end quote. The eight-year-old boy is said to have, quote, slipped under the water after his heart suddenly stopped beating, causing him to drown, end quote. After being rushed to the local hospital, the Hadassah Hospital on Mount Scopus, Yonatan died a few days later on September 28th. In 2020, at the age of five, the child appeared in a video produced by the Regional Council uh, of uh, Bet Benjamin. The video was part of a government program aimed at pushing COVID vaccinations on children, despite the nearly universal immunity of children to COVID-19. So the video made Yonatan a poster child for the vaccine campaign in Israel, which became one of the most draconian nations in the world for vaccine measures. The video aired just before the national vaccine campaign began. So after the boy's tragic death, Ehrlichman family issued a statement saying, Our Yonatan Moish passed away recently on the eve of Yom Kippur. Yonatan suffered a cardiac arrest in our home. This is the family statement, his grandfather, a famous medical doctor. And since then, we have fought by his side. After he collapsed with love, we thank all of those who are dear to us and who are by our side in the last days of his life. So the family said that he died of a cardiac arrest at the age of eight. His grandfather, a famous medical doctor. And uh, the statement uh, confirms that. So... Mm, 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 mm. That is that is something. Lamenting the tragedy, one Israeli commentator on social media ask, asked indignantly, where are the headlines? The investigations? How many more children will die on the golden altar? In particular, there are already two controlled Studies indicating that mRNA vaccines cause heart problems. Remember that at any given moment, this can happen to your beloved children and grandchildren uh, and to adults as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, to children, these, these vaccines that did not go through the usual testing process, which would ordinarily take years. So, so there's that. Uh, here is a... Uh, Here's, a, here's another one, and this is from a friend of mine. This is making the rounds of the Internet um, again, but uh, the article I have in front of me is from 2018. A crazy leftist Israeli. Israel makes the hormones I need. Transgender, see? Israel makes the hormones I need, but I support Palestinian liberation. I'm sorry, what? A large part of the trans community in the United States, is being forced to choose between our life-affirming transition, 
you know, gender, and are Palestinian siblings. Sure, yeah. And their demand for freedom, they demand freedom. They have freedom. They elected their own leaders. It was a terrorist group. They live next door to Israel where Arabs, Muslims, Christians, Jews, and atheists all live together side by side in peace where people are free to be gay and even transgender. Um, but uh, I got to tell you, the left is completely out of its mind and the Democrat Party. So this, this person, Ida Segev, Ida, I-T-A, Segev, uh, wrote this piece. And again, it's 2018, but it's making the rounds again last couple of days. I'm an Israeli trans woman, meaning a man, who desperately needs Palestine to be free. Now, the thing is, if you were living in the Gaza, they'd probably kill you, and they certainly wouldn't give you the hormones that Israel makes. (laughs) Um, I need this because I refuse to accept that the massacre of peaceful protesters in Gaza is something that my people keep doing. She's uh, Jewish and Israeli and lives in the United States. I need this because I understand that trans liberation and Palestinian liberation are linked. No, they're not. (laughs) No, that's absolutely not true. You should move to um, the Gaza. You should have done it years ago. About 10 months ago, I figured out that I wanted to start hormone replacement therapy and in that way, medically transition. You're still going to be a dude, dude, but you know, okay. There were many reasons for the decision, but one of them was the realization that growing up Israeli and trans in Jerusalem while being expected to become Zionist, a Zionist man left an aftermath in my body. All right, this person, you know, this is, honestly, these, it's just another example of crazy people that are on the loose in the world. Now, let's, let's uh, move on from that silly person. Ida's a very silly person. Let's go to, um, now this is Fox News and Lawrence Jones went to Georgetown University yesterday. He's in Washington, D.C., went to Washington, D.C., Georgetown University, uh, two, two and a half miles from where I sit right now, and spoke to a, a law student, a first-year law student at uh, Georgetown University Law School, which is supposed to be a Catholic university. Now, um, this is fascinating. She is a Jewish student, Julia Wax, first-year law school student at Georgetown University, talking to Fox News. One L year, not even two months ago. One L. And as soon as the terrorist attacks occurred, it became a hostile environment for Jewish students. Um, I started the Georgetown Zionist in reaction to this to give students a place to be able to go, to be able to understand their Jewish heritage. And people are scared to go to class. You have to sit next to classmates who are posting anti-Semitic rhetoric, who are promoting rallies um, that spew anti-Semitic rhetoric, and people are scared. And the universities are not doing their part, and they are not stepping up, and they are staying silent. Well, that's because although it's a marginally Catholic university, it's run by lefties and liberals. And you know how lefties and liberals are. They are um, dangerous and um, uh, lunatic fringe um, 
first-year law student, Georgetown University, Julia Wex. These are institutions. These are people from George that are getting into Georgetown Law School, getting into Harvard, getting into Stanford, getting into Yale, and they're spewing this kind of rhetoric towards us. And it's anti-Jew, it's anti-American, it's anti-democracy, and it's hateful and it's spiteful. And it's all over American campuses. You know why? Democrats. If you're Jewish and you vote Democrat, there's something wrong with you. You're not thinking clearly. Then a Georgetown University junior, not in the law school, but a uh, junior, Lauren Kale, Lauren Kale, uh, asked about what life is like on campus. I think that it is important for people to acknowledge that Hamas is a terrorist group. They're not a militant group. And these professors, I've been encouraged by Jewish professors to hide my Jewish star. Because, to hide it. Yeah, if I don't feel safe. Like, this is not how campus is supposed to be. This is supposed to be a safe place for me. It is supposed to. She's a young woman, I know. Safe space, safe place. I left, too. But, um, hey, hide your Jewish star because the Jew haters are all over the campus. And uh, you can't just be walking around, you know, being Jewish and stuff because let's go to number seven, the pro-Hamas violent mob outside the White House yesterday. They're all white kids. They're not Middle Eastern. They're all white liberals. And they were violently attacking the United States Secret Service Uniform Division officers, trying to keep them from attacking the White House in a mob. And none of them were arrested and charged with assaulting federal police officers because of Democrats. Aren't they amazing? Yes, they are. Uh, Pro-Hamas protesters uh, trying to block all the exits and entrances to the White House. They're all smug white kids. They're pro-Hamas. Violence and madness. Violence and madness. Pro-terrorists. Boy, look at all the stuff I haven't gotten to. Holy smoke. I need more time every day, don't I? They give me too much crazy. But I do have more that I'm going to share with you before we finish up for the day. i got a few minutes left. Yes, I do. I'm going to get to as much as I can. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, We will share with you as much of the madness as we can. Uh, Let's go to Fox News on the street in Georgetown. 
asking a man, I believe Georgetown University, but Georgetown, Washington, D.C., about the massacre of Jews in Israel. Uh, and the propaganda war is very important right now. I've been talking about it for days. Regarding your questions about beheading babies and uh, raping women, um, I don't think that's true because I didn't even see any glimpse of uh, footage or, uh, or a document uh, showing that. He didn't see a glimpse of footage. Uh, you know, I've been talking about this. They need to publish the photos and the videos. The news media is, is filtering everything. Uh, they're showing still photos and blurring it to the point where they're completely pointless, meaningless, irrelevant, don't show anything, sanitizing the butchery in the name of, uh, I don't know, politeness or something. Uh, Fox News, talk to a young, uh, now that guy was, uh, you know, at least I think he was from an Arab country. Uh, here's a woman who's a white woman from the Midwest or something in the United States, and she's a Georgetown University student. And, uh, you know, the beheaded babies, the murder, the rapes, all that stuff. And here's a young college student at one of America's premier universities. I haven't read enough about whether or not these images are true. I know that there are a lot of reports that these are that these are false and these, this is misinformation, this is disinformation. Um, that the babies were beheaded. Yeah. And I, I read that they're... Where are they getting that from, though? I am not sure. Um, I think there's been... Like AI-generated images, I've heard that have been used by Israeli forces, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Well, you're a perfect Democrat, then. You know, this is exactly way, the way the Democrat Party wants you. You're, uh, you know, why Jane? You ignorant. Um, honestly, you know, uh, AOC uh, published photos that she said were photos of dead Palestinian children. And it turned out that they were uh, from years ago in Syria, uh, murdered by ISIS. But she's about as smart as this woman on the street who didn't know what to say. From Newsmax TV and from my show, The Right Squad, at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, another man on the street interviewed this one in New York, um, uh, another guy from another country. Keep going, because all, they, all they're doing is trying to get back their land. They're not doing anything wrong. Was it okay to go in and stab people, though? They weren't killing uh, civilians. They weren't killing civilians. They were only killing military people. And, you know, they deserve to be killed. I saw another one making a pseudo-intellectual argument that, well, they're not innocent civilians because it's required that Israelis serve in the military, and then after they serve in the military, they're reservists. So killing them, although they look like civilians, is okay because really, beneath their clothes, they're military. And that rationalization was being made. This is the way total war unfurls. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Now, Senator Tim Scott who is one of the good guys on our side, you know, the United States of America. He is introducing um, legislation to freeze that $6 billion ransom payment that Joe Biden agreed to to get hostages out for $1.2 billion each from Iran, which is a terrorist organization. 
And Senator Tim Scott wants to uh, freeze more of their assets since they are, of course, the driving force behind the curtain on the Hamas and Hezbollah attacks on Israel and on civilization itself. Um, And the Democrats are on the side of the opposite of civilization because they are not on our side. The Washington Free Beacon has the story. Senate seeks permanent freeze on $6 billion ransom payment to Iran. Legislation positions U.S. to seize Iranian funds across the globe. They are, uh, you know, the world's leading bad guys, but um, are right up there. And the uh, part of the axis of evil, to be sure. Amazing, amazing stuff that we're giving them billions and billions more uh, to attack civilization. And tomorrow, the United Nations is um, ending sanctions on Iran, just having to do with ballistic missiles and and uh, I think some of the nuclear, some of the nuclear things too. But certainly the missiles are for nuclear weapons. And it was uh, Barack Obama uh, and his spiritual mentor, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright. You know the Jews won't let him talk to me. That's your Democrat Party. You keep voting for him. That's uh, that's really that's good stuff, right? But Senator Tim Scott is doing the right thing. Introduced Tuesday by Senator Tim Scott, Republican South Carolina, with the backing of 20 Republican colleagues. Make note of the fact that no Democrats are in on this. Marks the first bid by the upper chamber by the Senate to lock the $6 billion payment in place, effectively preventing the Biden administration from making it available to Iran at a later date, according to a copy of the legislation obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. Amazing. Also, I I believe I made an error earlier, and I need to correct uh, my error. Uh, It's possible that AOC did this a week ago, but it was Ilhan Omar uh, in the New York Post. Ilhan Omar, radical leftist, extremist, jihadi, anti-Christian, anti-Semite, anti-American, Democrat, member of Congress. Ilhan Omar falsely claims photo of dead Palestinian kids. Congresswoman and squad member, staunch Palestinian advocate, Representative Ilhan Omar, Democrat from Minnesota. Boy, Minnesota's gone wrong, hasn't it? Was widely denounced this weekend for reposting a picture of children killed in a 2013 Syrian chemical weapons attack with the headline, Child Genocide in Palestine. She should be in handcuffs. She should go to Guantanamo Bay, be waterboarded just recreationally, just for fun. Use Perrier. It's better that way. Omar's gruesome and false ex-post Saturday. You know, as people are using ex-post now, I think I started ex-post, didn't I? You know, it's ex-post facto. And people, formerly known as Twitter. Shut up. Omar's gruesome and false ex-post Saturday came after her fellow Democratic Socialist Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez warned the public about the incredibly high level of misinformation in all directions on the platform concerning the Israel-Hamas war. If you see a claim, photo, or video that triggers, they're always triggered, a strong emotional reaction, they're emotionally unstable, Take a moment to pause and check for veracity slash 
confirmation. Veracity is kind of a big word for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I, I wonder who gave her that. From multiple sources, she said. Just an embarrassment. So, yeah, that um, Ilhan Omar publishing a uh, picture. The Syrian troglodytes use chemical weapons on their own people. Lots of children were killed in their own chemical weapons attack on their own people. This happens a lot around the world. That's why, well, one of the reasons it's really good to be an American because, you know, we didn't do stuff like that. You know, I was just talking about the Israeli eight-year-old who died of a heart attack. He had been the poster child for the Get Your Kid Vaccinated campaign, right? And, um, and he's eight years old and he died of a heart attack. And there is another story out of uh, Argentina, Argentina, where a four-year-old who had been the poster child for Get Your Child Vaccinated in Argentina, the four-year-old died last year after being vaccinated, and he was the poster child for Getting Your Child Vaccinated. Now the eight-year-old child who had been the poster child for Get Your Child Vaccinated in Israel dies of a heart attack. And um, the CDC, we have learned, has collected all kinds of numbers on the increased incidence of myocarditis. But they're not releasing the data. They're not releasing the data because they don't work for us. Oh, wait, they do work for us. We don't sign their paychecks. Oh, wait, we do sign their paychecks. But they're not releasing the data. All right, now let's go on to uh, Dove Heikand. Dove Heikand is, uh, he lives in New York. He is in Israel now. He is the head of Americans Against Anti-Semitism. I'm in favor of that. I'm a Zionist. I am a Zionist. All that means is that I believe that the state of Israel has a right to exist. That's all that means. I'm a Zionist. And Democrats would hate me for that. You never know what they'd do. Uh, but let's go to Dove Hike and Americans Against Anti-Semitism in Israel. Um, I played a bit of audio from him last week. Uh, he was in New York then he has traveled since to Israel, and he's been touring some of the sites of the, uh, of the war crimes, the crimes against humanity. We should stand up a tribunal to uh, start putting on trial these people and then hang them by the neck until dead, you know, the people behind it. That's what, that's what we, you know, the Nuremberg trials and did the same thing for the Japanese. Every act here is a war crime, and all of these people are war criminals. And typically, we hang them. Some we put in prison, Spando prison for, you know, 50 years. Uh, let's go to Dove Hyken uh, this morning from, uh, from Israel, what he saw. They were butchered. The massacres that we talk about, we, we are talking about one family who were in this home. I had to avoid walking on dried blood in the home. Hundreds of bullet holes two sisters who were uh, stripped of their clothing and raped in front of their parents, their parents butchered, watching, by the way, they were watching their daughters being raped. The most horrendous, most horrible things imaginable went on here. Pure evil on the part of this Nazi organization, Hamas. Pure evil on the part of this Nazi organization, Hamas. And um, yeah, I uh, think that's... Well, what else did uh, Dove Hyken see? Because, you know, you got the, the, the Ilhan Omar is out here 
denying this, and the college students in Georgetown denying it, and the mob of white liberals at the White House attacking the police and not being charged with any crimes, denying it. And they're pro-Hamas and anti-Israel. Dov Heikent. A pregnant mother who was cut up into pieces. I cannot describe on television the details that were shared with me as I walked from house to house yesterday in Steyrot, in Kfar Aza, other places. It is beyond belief that any human being could perpetrate. We're not talking about people just being shot. Okay, let's move on. We're talking about the butchering of innocent men, women, and children. I, uh, and he, was, uh, he, he was on for quite a while, and he was describing um, what he saw, and he was very emotional. And I'm, I'm not using all of it, but I am using uh, chunks of it. And, um, you know, the left now and the squad are calling for a ceasefire because now the Jews have the upper hand. So they must be stopped because, you know, like uh, Ilhan Omar publishing false photographs of Arab on Arab chemical weapons violence killing their own children, not unusual, uh, wrapped up in, uh, in uh, cloth. And, uh, oh, look, here's what the Israelis are doing, killing the Palestinian children. They're liars and propagandists, and Ilhan Omar is effectively a jihadi. And she is a Democrat member of Congress. She's not some community leader in a village in Minnesota, which would be bad enough for Minnesota and America. Here is Dove Heikend. I can guarantee you one thing, guarantee right now. There will be no ceasefire, and I will guarantee you right now that Hamas will cease to exist in due time. And that is the only way to do things. It's what America did with ISIS. It's what the Allies did in World War II. And this, again, I can't call them animals in Hamas. It's not fair to the animals. This hey. is beyond, beyond anything that humans would be capable of doing. Stealing my I mean, line. A pregnant woman who was cut up. Again, I can't tell you the details, but I got the details. This is not humanity. This is not humanity in those those individuals outside the White House. And by the way, they're fellow Jews. They are sick and pathetic. And let them go to hell. Well, he feels uh, strongly about it, his uh, fellow American Jews. And, you know, these so-called liberals like Ilhan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And Ocasio-Cortez was on CNN this morning um, saying, oh, no, the Israelis have to stop because... They're militarily superior. So now there's a ceasefire. How about in Ukraine, Sandy? Any uh, calling for a ceasefire in Ukraine? AOC. Well, you know, I think what's important to note about a ceasefire is that it's not one-sided. Hamas has been sending thousands of rockets into Israel as well. And what is important is for us to identify our goal in terms of what safety means, in terms of what defense means. Yeah, because now it's, uh, you know, now everything has to change. All the terminology has to change. AOC on uh, CNN, she is, um, she is not the brightest bulb. I think what is important in terms of response is Israel does have a right to, to self-defense. Oh, that's generous. I think what we need to take a look at in this situation is if collective punishment qualifies as defense, if the blockade on water, food, electricity, if the dropping of white phosphorus... Uh, which is an indiscriminate weapon, 
qualifies. So I do believe that there's a discussion to be had here. I don't believe right. that an either or approach is what is necessary, but we should identify what our goal is, which is the cooling of tensions. Is that what it is? The cooling. See, she is a useful idiot for radical Islam, for Hamas, for the genocidal mass murderers. Are they using white phosphorus, Willie Pete? Uh, I have not seen those reports, but I do know that Joe Biden sent cluster munitions to Ukraine. Also, speaking of which, and depleted uranium rounds to Ukraine, um, I did see that Volodymyr Zelensky had announced that he was making a trip to Israel, and Netanyahu said, uh, I don't think so. No, you, you stay where you are, and we'll stay where we are, and there the twain shall meet. Don't worry about us, uh, you silly person. And this collective punishment, this is a talking point that AOC is peddling, the idea that this is collective punishment. Again, I read to you earlier the poll taken by the Palestinian group, which showed that a majority of people in the Gaza would vote for Hamas again, even though Hamas won one election uh, many years ago and decided to have no more elections because, you know, they're totalitarian, authoritarian regimes. But this collective punishment concept is one that uh, AOC is pushing. What we're trying to figure out right now is that this present situation of collective punishment and, in, and indiscriminate attack is, is one approach, but we are seeing that the, the issues approach. and the complications with that approach now. I'm just... Can we target them in terms of intelligence? Is there precision? Are, what are the options available? Are an entire are, are entirely up to the administration and for for Israel to um, to examine and explore. Examine and explore collective punishment. Now, how were the Israelis uh, selected for punishment? Was that individual punishment? The children, the grandmothers, the Holocaust survivor, the the babies. Um, what about them? Oh no, I know. But we must stop now because you know they attack you with uh, hammers, and they're beating your family to a pulp. And when you respond uh, with superior firepower, you must be stopped, right? That's the left for you. That is the left. Uh, and she is, a uh, you know, uh, like that uh, stammering idiot in Georgetown. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything, but I think everything is untrue. Everything is false, but that's because I don't know anything. Oh, all right. AOC's right in there with the most dim-witted among us. She is a Democrat member of the House of Representatives. Madness. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know what's going on. Did you know that Joe Biden's White House put out an official White House statement on Saturday on White House stationery? A statement from President Biden on George Floyd's 50th birthday. George Floyd's 50th birthday. This was Saturday. And the White House put out a statement, George Floyd should be alive. Yeah, he shouldn't have been a meth head and a fentanyl head and a career felon and he shouldn't keep getting arrested for all kinds of felonies. I actually did a quick look, CNN, from April 9th of 2021. Heart disease, comma, fentanyl contributed to George Floyd's death. No kidding. And the Washington Post, 
Street drug users often combine fentanyl with methamphetamine, believing that the stimulant and depressant balance each other out. He had lots of fentanyl and lots of methamphetamine in his system. Uh, One coroner said that if they had found him dead at home uh, with a locked door, they would have determined that he died of a drug overdose. It was actually a cardio malfunction that caused his death, which wouldn't have happened if he weren't passing counterfeit bills and being arrested for yet another felony yet again, and or if his bloodstream were not coursing with fentanyl and methamphetamine. But Joe Biden's White House put out a statement calling for police reform because police are the problem, not the junkie Democrat criminals. He should be celebrating his 50th birthday with his young daughter Gianna, family and friends. Yeah, like he always did, right? Isn't that right? You're a Democrat party. They're a mentally ill party. Uh, let's grab, uh, let's go. We don't have a lot of time, but let's go to Helen calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Helen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, thanks, Chris. Um, quickly, World War II was not a war of Nazis versus the U.S. It was a war of Germany versus the U.S. Uh, but today I was listening to the media, and they're saying a war of Hamas versus Israel. But as you pointed out, the Palestinians voted for Hamas. The media should be saying the war of Palestinians versus Israel. You know, uh, Helen, we just learned moments ago that the Palestinian Authority is going to give millions of dollars over to Hamas so that they can give money to the martyrs, the martyrs, you know, the people that murdered the Jews and then were killed by the other Jews, you know, the ones that were actually armed and uh, came after them. So the so-called Palestinian and, and uh, uh, Joe Biden will be meeting tomorrow with Abu Abbas, the head of the Palestinian Authority, and we give them million. In fact, Joe Biden gave them millions, hundreds of millions of dollars that were frozen by President Trump. And now our money, taxpayer dollars, by way of Joe Biden to uh, uh, Mahmoud Abbas and the Palestinian Authority, will be used to give big cash rewards to the terrorists that butchered the Jews. And Joe Biden and the Democrats are a demented death cult. They are complete. And George Floyd, come on. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.